0: Imagine if it was easy to find and retain your dream client as a salon owner. Forest Salon software is the all-in-one point of sale system for salons, spas, and clinics. With client and staff management and best-in-class reporting and a marketing suite, Forest touches every point of the salon experience to help salons find and retain their dream clients, increase client visit frequency, and increase their revenue. With over 9,000 salons globally partnering with Forest Salon Software to manage market and grow their business, as well as a team of local industry professionals here to support you, there has never been a better time to switch to a software partner that can grow with your business. Beauty Business and Beyond listeners who sign up for Forest will receive 50% off your setup fee, which will cover the cost of your data migration System configuration and training, as well as 2000 free SMS to use on SMS marketing campaigns of your choosing. Simply click the link in the show notes to take advantage of this generous offer. Forest Salon Software, together we grow. Welcome to the Beauty Business and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen. I'm a skin therapist turned clinical educator turned multiple six figure online business owner. I used to think that owning a business meant that you'd have a product or service, a website and an Instagram, and just wait for the masses to flock. But little did I know. It wasn't until I started working with coaches and mentors that I learned there is so much more to it. On this podcast, you can expect to learn about mindset, marketing, strategies, and other fundamental business lessons that have helped me to generate over $500,000 of revenue in less than two years. Are you in my Facebook group? Every single day, I post in there sharing even more gold nuggets of information to help you grow your business. To find it, search Beauty, Business and Beyond on Facebook or head to the link in my show notes to get a direct link. Hello, I hope you are all well. I'm really looking forward to doing another solo episode I kind of forgot that I had to consistently be booking in people for podcasts and a little while ago, I had so many requests for people to jump on my podcast that I had guests right up until mid-January and I was booking them in like September, October, 2023. But now I've gotten to a point where I've run out of guests and I've just reached out to five or six of them. So you won't be hearing from just me for too much longer. Although I do love a solo episode because I get to chat with you, share my expertise, share my knowledge, and these episodes are pure gold. So when I see people commenting in the different Facebook groups or forums and they have a question on a topic that I've covered in my podcast, I'm able to say, I've actually done a podcast episode on this. And that maybe that's why you're here today, but then I get to share that episode so that it reaches more people. Now I wanted to sidetrack and sidestep a little bit with this as well because I feel like recently I've had so many people come for me and I mean in the way of almost like shutting me down, being quite blunt and just being unkind on social media and I wanted to remind everybody that I am just a human <laughs> and my views and opinions on different things in the industry are based off my own real life experiences. Now at the same time too, 2023 was a really terrible year for me. I was so out of alignment in so many different areas and over the past I would say 3 months, I've really worked hard to get back in alignment with myself and I've really worked on myself spiritually. I have always been quite a spiritual person, but I've fallen even more into my practices of meditation, journaling, and also coming back to love with everything. And I know that might sound a little bit basic, but everything that I do comes back to, you know, being heart centered and heart centric. Everything that I do in my business Skin Queen is to serve those in the beauty industry, because I know that there can be a lot of warped information out there. There can be a lot of limited resources. I know there are a lot of business coaches who charge astronomical fees. And when you're first starting out, it can be really hard to know what's what, which is why I decided to start my podcast, Beauty Business and Beyond. And it's also why I decided to start my Facebook group, The Beauty Business and Beyond Facebook group. And I do this because it's my way of giving back to the industry. And I truly do just want everybody that I come across and everybody in the beauty industry to be confident in themselves and successful, no matter what that looks like. And I never do this with any ill intent. Of course, I'm a business owner and I need to make money To continue to do these things. I mean, I pay for my podcast hosting platform. I pay for my podcast manager. I pay for somebody to help me manage my Facebook, but I also spend a lot of time and effort and energy doing my Facebook group. So it's really quite disappointing when people then feel like they want to come for me, shut me down, feel like they want to, I guess, put their big dick energy and ego on me to try and squash me. And it's one of the reasons why I really don't like the beauty industry from time to time because it kind of feels like I'm just trying to do good and I want everybody to win and I like to see the good in everybody. And I never want anybody to have to feel like they're not worthy, but I get it at the same time too, because there are some big players in the industry that hold a lot of weight and I would call them bullies in the industry. There, I said it. (laughs) I know that might be a little bit harsh, but It's interesting because I've got quite thick skin, I'm quite resilient and I'm constantly reminding myself at the moment that although these people may not like me, they're still attracted to my energy for some reason. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in my Facebook group, they wouldn't be in my space, they wouldn't be following me on Instagram because if I pissed them off and if they didn't like me that much, they would leave and they would unfollow me. But for some reason, they still like being around my energy, but they still need to say things to shut me down. So I know it's not you guys listening to my podcast. I know I get a lot of messages of support and love, which I appreciate. But I just wanted to add that disclaimer in because I never do anything with ill intent. I just want to spread positivity and I want to empower confidence because so many women in this industry and so many people in general don't feel confident within themselves And then when you see that on social media, playing out with other people, trying to bring down others, you think, gosh, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to show up on social media and have somebody in the industry quickly jump down my throat and shut me down. And that's fucking horrid. Honestly, if you've ever thought that thought before, geez, God, isn't this such a supportive industry? So I just want what I do in my corner of the internet to be supportive. Anyway, Moving on. I actually wanted to chat today about meta ads or boosting ads. And I also wanted to chat why social media doesn't land and convert for some. As you may know, I have a platform called Socials Made Simple where every two weeks I send out pre-done-for-you templates, as well as real ideas that can be turned into B-roll content very easily. And I also have a series of video modules that you can go and learn how to do social media marketing and marketing for your business in general. And you also get one-on-one coaching when you're a part of that platform included too. But oftentimes I get some feedback from people saying, well, I'm doing all the things and I'm not seeing my reels increase and I'm not seeing the engagement or the bookings. So I wanted to dive deep into that and also talk about the difference between meta ads and boosting ads today. So I was chatting to my mum the other day Because I did a post in one of our local Facebook groups that I'm in here on the Gold Coast and it blew up. And as a result, I think I got like 140 new leads, 140 new inquiries, and I had a ton of bookings come through. And I've used this group to promote my business a few times. I actually pay for a membership in that group so I can advertise in there every Monday. And it's been quite successful for me. But that's only part of what I've done to help grow my business. And I was chatting to mom to say, every time I post in that group, it blows up. And she replied to me and she said, yes, but that is because you have built a well-known brand. And I wanted to talk to that today because sometimes people think it's as simple as just posting on social media and then people come flocking, but it's really not. And this is a topic that I haven't actually explored yet when it comes to social media. But when I first started both of my businesses, my goal was never to get clients. I remember when I first started Skin Queen, my goal was to just get visible. And I was creating content that was shareable so that people in the industry would share it and then hopefully more therapists and salons would follow me. I was posting in the Facebook groups, trying to get visibility. I was trying to collaborate with people higher up in the industry so that I could actually help build my profile. I was pitching myself for public speaking events and I was doing all that I could to help get visible. That's even part of the reason why I started the podcast and started my Facebook group was to help build my profile and visibility in the industry. Now, before my business, Skin Queen, even became a business, I think I had like 9,000 or 10,000 followers on Instagram. And that was from me working my ass off, working to help to grow visibility and brand awareness. Then when I started my business, I actually, the first thing I invested in was a business coach. And the second thing I invested in was branding. And if you've ever worked with somebody who's helped you with branding before, they give you a set of colors. Fonts, your logo, and guidelines to operate in. And you use that for not only your website but your email marketing and you use that for your social media so that your social media really looks together and it looks recognizable and it looks nice and neat. And that's where the pink came from for me, for Skin Queen. My colours have always been pink and green. They actually started off light pink or baby pink or like a pastelly pink And green and then over the years have transitioned to be a more hot pink and green as well but pink has definitely been my color and i've really worked hard to keep that brand quite consistent on instagram and what i mean by that is when i show up on my social media i'm wearing pink when i'm doing reels i try and ensure that i'm wearing pink the text that i'm wearing over the top is pink if i'm doing templates it's pink And everything that I'm doing, I'm still trying to build visibility all the time too, by posting in Facebook groups, by doing my podcast episodes, by boosting posts, which I'll chat to in a moment. But everything I do is to build this brand about what I'm about. My name is Skin Queen. I'm great with social media marketing and I can teach you skin and I'm pink. And through doing that, I've actually built a brand My tone in my content has always been the same. It's always been very familiar, very conversational, very genuine, because that's who I am as a person. So when you're working, like when you are doing a personal brand, it's really an extension of yourself. But my goal was first to build a brand. I'm going to quickly interrupt your listening to ask you how you feel about your social media game. Every day, I speak to beauty business owners who tell me that they struggle to come up with ideas, struggle to be consistent on social media, and just feel completely overwhelmed with fitting content creation into your already busy schedule. And this is why I've created Socials Made Simple. Twice a month, I'll email you social media templates, content ideas, and mini tutorials to make posting on social media simple for busy business owners just like yourself. Boost your engagement, grow your following, and attract new clients on autopilot so you can get back to doing the things that you love. To get $100 off, send me a message on Instagram with the letters SMS and I'll send you a unique discount code. All right, let's get back to today's episode. Now, the same when I started the facial bar. So when I had the facial bar, when I started the facial bar about a year ago now, I decided that I wanted it to be timeless and classy and bougie and I wanted it to be beiges and I wanted to attract a certain person and our tone was going to be quite professional and our text was going to always be the same. And through that, I've maintained the same branding throughout. Like You can go onto my Instagram and you can scroll back through, but everything I've done with the facial bar It's always been with that brand in mind of high-end, beige, upper class. The music we choose is always lo-fi or jazz because that's what we actually play in clinic. And I've hustled for visibility once again. Not only have I shared my story on TikTok, but we've boosted posts on Instagram. I've also posted in Facebook groups. I've had influencers out. I've had key people of interest out. I've worked with PR. All of these different things that I've done to help build a well-known brand but then, what I do once I've got my branding is I really work on visibility and I feel like they go hand in hand together. Here on the Gold Coast, we actually have a really well known real estate agent called Amir Prestige, and they are the best of the best when it comes to selling luxury real estate. And they started off with one office on the Gold Coast just down the road from the facial bar. And since me opening the facial bar, like not even eight months ago now, they have been everywhere. We have the Gold Coast show that happens once a year on the Gold Coast and they were the main sponsors for the Gold Coast show. There's also the Gold Coast Girls in Business Awards and I saw that they are the main sponsor of the Gold Coast Girls in Business Awards. I'm seeing their name and logo everywhere. A lot of their real estate agents are hiring big billboards to put their picture and branding on it to say why you should work with them. Um, they've now got a second office on the Gold Coast. I actually think they have four offices on the Gold Coast now. Whenever you see a Mere Prestige advertising, they use the same fonts, it's the same kind of tune and the same vibe. And then not only that, I went to Byron Bay with my best friend the other day and we parked up so that we could walk and go find food and go get some lunch. And lo and behold, there was an Amir Prestige office. And I'm like, God, these guys are everywhere. And even my best friend was like, yeah, they're dominating. And that's the power of a brand. The more you have a recognizable brand and the more visible your brand is, the more trust there is going to be. And the more likely your content is going to increase in views and increase in conversions. But that takes work. It takes work to create a polished brand. And sometimes when I look at people's social media, it doesn't look polished and their brand looks a little bit mismatched. What I've always loved to talk about is it's like walking into a department store. Everything is very polished. Everything's very pristine. It feels a bit fancy. There are, you know, certain departments for different things as opposed to walking into a discount store where it just looks like everything in the kitchen sink is thrown in together and it's just vomited all up. There's a huge difference between actually having a well-polished, well-known brand and just throwing it together and seeing what sticks. So that's the first thing I want to chat about because when you can get that right organically and organically means before you put money and ad spend behind it, if you can get your socials and your branding nice and clear from the get-go, then when you do some advertising, it's going to be even more effective. So when it comes to advertising, you can obviously do organic. We know it works. It takes a lot of hustle and you need to do it consistently to stay top of mind. Then you have advertising and paid advertising. And there are really two ways to do this. There is meta ads, which is done through the business suite, or there is boosting posts. And I am going to have a look inside of my meta ads as I chat to you about this. I actually just had my account (laughs) hacked recently and now reinstated, thank goodness, So, I'm so thankful to have my account back. Oh, my Lord. All right, let's have a quick look. So, if you've never had a look before, you can go into Ads Manager on Meta. And it does require some setting up, which is totally okay. It's not too, too hard to do. But then if you go into Campaigns, you will see you have at the top Campaigns, Ad Set, and Ads. And basically, a campaign is... You have a goal in mind. So say you want to run a campaign to attract new clients. You one, have to have content that is going to help you with that first. It's not a matter of relying on the paying part of advertising to get you clients. Basically, when it comes to ads, if you have content that is producing great results organically and converting clients organically, that's when I'm like, why not put ad spend behind it? So the reason why you would do it in meta ads is because meta ads has a few more capabilities. So when you do, say your campaign is a new client attraction for your facial for $109, usually $209. I don't know. Let's go with that. Then in your ad sets, you would have different audiences that you can test it against. So you don't want Instagram to just send it out to anybody, there are a couple of ways you can actually do this. You can have this ad be sent out to everybody on your email list. And because those people on your email list are already a warm lead, the chances of them converting are higher. The second thing is you might want to do a lookalike audience. So this is finding people that look like the people who are on your email list. And Meta is very smart in the way that it can do that. You might want to do a look-alike audience for people who have visited your Instagram before. You might want to just target the ads to people who have visited your Instagram before, or you might want to try and reach new audiences. So you might want to trial a few different audience groups. You might trial women aged 25 to 35 who are interested in Sephora Mecca, blow dryers, hair dryers, Mac. Um, makeup, skincare, facials, and see what sort of results you get, or you might want to test it against an older audience. Maybe they're 55 to 65 and, you know, they're more interested in luxury and facials and day spa and things like that. Either way, you get to choose the audiences under ad set. So that means you've got the one campaign and we're going to put some money behind it at the campaign level. So you might choose to spend $30 a day, And you're going to test it against two audiences and basically meta will be like, cool, yep, let's send it more to this audience because that's doing well or let's send it more to audience B because we're going to get more traction with that. Then you've got ad level. Ad level is where you actually get to choose the creative. And what I mean by that is oftentimes you'll have two different types of content that talk about the same thing. That you'll test it against and most times people recommend to do a reel and then they'll recommend to do a post so basically then you will set your ad spend at the campaign level you might then test that campaign against two or three different audiences and you might have two different creatives and that way you can actually say to meta send it to people who looks like this this is two types of content do your thing And Meta will put through it all, see what's working more, see who's responding to what more, and help you with the results. It can be a little bit complicated. What I would love you to do if you are interested in doing Meta Ads is have a look at, let's see what I can Google right now, Meta Ads Tree. Let's see what comes up. The Meta Ads Hierarchy. If you have a look at the Meta Ads Hierarchy on social media, it'll actually tell you. It'll say campaign level, ad set, ad. And it talks through the layout for that. Anyway, if you're listening to this and you're like, gosh, this is so complicated, this is why so many people do ads wrong because it's setting up a sales funnel within a sales funnel ultimately. And it does require some technology setup. It does require a lot of thought because it comes down to the content. It's not just the setup and meta, but it comes up to the content and what you are going to do to try and funnel people from either not knowing you before, never hearing of your business to actually booking in with you. So it does require some technical setup. Now, what I love to do in my business, because I'm a lazy gal and I do this for both businesses is I focus on creating golden content. I focus on creating content that is awesome, that speaks directly to a pain or pleasure point. And as a result, I can make a reel out of it or I can make a post out of it. And I leave it for one or two days. And if it gets traction and if it starts to do well, then what I do is I go and hit the boost button. Controversial, I know, and I've spoken about this on my social media before and it's caused quite a stir, but basically with boosting, it's just going to put it out to more people on Instagram. Whereas on Meta, it's going to share it to people on WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, all of the different things that meta owns however when you're boosting a post on instagram if you're boosting content that is already working organically putting ad spend behind it is just going to help further your reach and it works i do a five to ten dollar a day boost and i might run it for seven to ten days and then i will always do my main objective is more profile views because i've set up both my instagram profiles to be optimized to increase conversions in my businesses. Now, there are two types of ads that I will always boost. Brand awareness ads. So these are ads that I would consider top of funnel or an ad that is actually going to encourage people to convert either to download my freebie or to book in for my new client facial. So when it comes to ads, boosting ads, ad spend, there's a few things. One, you need to ensure that you've actually built a well-known and identifiable brand online first and this is without using ads this is without doing anything else you want to build a recognizable brand so that when people say your business name people say skin queen if people say the facial bar they immediately know pink or beige and luxury or fun industry girlfriend (laughs) i don't know (laughs) The other thing is that when you are doing ads, you need to ensure that the content you are going to be using for your ads is going to convert because ads just pushes it out to more people. Meta ads is going to do it more strategically, whereas boosting ads on Instagram is just going to put it out to more people. But either way, it needs to be tested with content that is working first. And your goal is either to build your followers or to increase conversions. But either way, there is so much juice in this podcast episode, and this is actually what I talk to more of and teach you how to do it inside of Socials Made Simple. I've built both of my businesses this way. I built Skin Queen using meta ads, and I've built the Facial Bar doing boosted ads, and both have served me well. And, you know, to see results happen in such a short period of time, I'm so glad my ads account has been reactivated because ads, when done right, are a really powerful way to grow your visibility and help you to make more money. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, let me know. Otherwise, I'll see you on the flip side in the next episode.